Welcome to Trend Hacker Future Stories. Enjoyed the episode? Let us know. Comment, like, or share to keep the stories alive and help our community thrive. Today, we dive into the life of Erin Aydin. Istanbul, Turkey, 2033. In Istanbul, the ancient silhouettes of mosques and palaces coexist with the shimmering facades of modern clinics catering to a new kind of tourist. The scent of roasting chestnuts blends with the clinic's fresh, sterile, unfamiliar aroma. Erin, a talented young doctor with deep-set eyes and a perpetual frown of contemplation, works at one of these cutting-edge clinics. He's an expert in auditive and visual implants. Tourists from around the globe flock to him, eager for enhancements that promise superhuman sight and sound at a fair price. Business booms as Turkey becomes the go-to destination for this new kind of health tourism. But Aaron finds himself caught in a whirlwind of ethical and moral dilemmas. One afternoon, Aaron's old friend Kemal, a religious scholar with a wise demeanor, visits him at the clinic. As Aaron leads him to his office, the air fills with the aroma of freshly brewed Turkish tea. They settle into plush chairs, reminiscing about their shared memories from university days. But, as the conversation flows, it takes a severe turn. You know, Aaron, Kimal begins, choosing his words carefully. Many in the religious community are becoming uneasy. They question the moral implications of these implants, particularly the upcoming neural ones. They argue it's against Allah's design to modify the body so intrusively. Aaron, rubbing his temples, leans back in his chair. He's encountered this sentiment repeatedly in recent times. Kemal, he responds, these implants don't just serve cosmetic purposes. They reconnect families, allowing parents to hear their child's laughter or a songbird after years of silence. Isn't enhancing such lives in line with Allah's compassion? Kemal, pausing for a moment, sips his tea thoughtfully. He gazes out at the sprawling city, its minarets piercing the horizon. But Erin, he finally says, where do we set boundaries? At what point does innovation challenge the essence of our humanity? How many changes can we undergo before our core and soul get overshadowed? This resonates with Aaron. His patients, while satisfied, often report feeling different, struggling to reconcile their enhanced perceptions with their former selves. He recalls Amelia, a tourist from Germany who returned a month after her procedure, her vision now 20-5. While she marveled at seeing details she'd never noticed, she lamented the loss of a certain naive beauty in blurry, distant landscapes. But Aaron's internal struggle intensifies when his younger sister, Isla, expresses her desire to receive an implant. I want to experience the world more fully, big brother, she explains. Her voice holds a mix of excitement and trepidation. Over the years, she had been captivated by the stories of travelers and artists who used these implants experimentally to enhance their sensory experiences, creating art and memories that transcended the mundane. Remembering their childhood filled with dreams and starry-eyed ambitions, Aaron understands her longing. After discussing with his sister, Aaron visits a local mosque seeking solace. There, he meets an imam with a cochlear implant. Intrigued, Aaron asks him about his experience. The imam smiles, I hear the call to prayer, clearer than ever before, and the whispers of the world too. But it also taught me balance. Enhancement is a tool, 
not an identity. The imam's eyes glistened with wisdom as he continued. You see, while I can hear better, it made me realize the importance of listening, truly listening, to my congregation's silent prayers and unspoken hope. It's not just about the clarity of sound, but the depth of understanding. Absorbing the imam's words, Aaron felt a profound sense of enlightenment. The mosque's ambience, with its soft golden glow, seemed to reinforce the imam's message of finding harmony within oneself.